Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So I'm like, it's 1030. And, she, and you're like, you're about to knock on the door. Producer Courtney, I guess we can start the episode here. <laughs> Producer Courtney's like knocking on the door. And I'm like on the phone with my mom. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I just like, I want to have a drink to loosen up. Because like you guys, I feel like that's necessary sometimes if i was ellen degeneres and i had a like morning show every day i wouldn't be putting kalua in my coffee i might actually i don't know but all i'm saying is like i do this like once a week sometimes less than that depending so yeah it's nice to feel a little loose all that to be said i was like courtney's walking in i can't i didn't make the drink yet before she walked in my mom goes is she mormon i was like no but but like i don't know i, I don't is she gonna judge me for pouring like a drink at, at 10 30 she goes oh honey no I, she, she listens to your podcast three times through. I don't think at this point she'd judge you for making a drink, but maybe you should make a Bloody Mary or Mimosa. I said, I don't have any of the ingredients to make that. She said, okay, vodka Red Bull it is. Guys, I don't drink vodka Red Bull. I just said something. What did I say that was like, did I say something really nice about myself? Oh, I said this. (laughs) I said, dare I say this is the best I've ever looked on set when she showed me like the preview. And I was like, wow, do I get really nice on vodka? Maybe. I don't ever drink it. Who does drink vodka? It tastes terrible. Uh, Anyways, Hey guys, welcome back to Probably a Podcast. I uh, was absolutely going to end the season with our amazing guest, um, Hannah Burner and Claudia. Very, very well-received episodes. Two of literally, well, I mean, it's hard because they're literally comedians. Like both of them are just like fucking hilarious comedians. So of course you guys are like, we loved those episodes. I'm like, I know they're so funny. Really exciting news came out of Claudia with the Toast News Network. And it's funny because when I asked you guys, like, what do you guys want to hear? I'm going to give you one more mini episode because to be fair, I also feel like I need to talk to you guys like (laughs) Courtney got here to to record and she walks in and um, I think she was here an hour ago and she's really nice and she doesn't tell me to shut the fuck up even though I'm sure she's like it's like running through her brain continuously. She's shaking her head. No, producer Courtney, don't lie. Don't lie. Um, And I looked and I go, oh shit, sorry. We should probably start recording, right? I just haven't seen you in so long. I had so much to catch up on and I go that way with you guys. I'm like, I didn't fucking talk to you guys and before I talked to you guys I hadn't gone to London for the first time now I've been twice so me British so I've I've got to talk to you guys now that I'm British James maintains that I have the worst British accent impression ever but like British people also have the worst American accent well okay this is actually interesting they all make us sound country it's like the only American accent they know is to be like hey y'all they're so proper and we talk so like fast and improper and he was like everyone does the same accent like his friends his family members if they ever like make a joke I'm like wait we 
we aren't all like that, but it's funny because actually where I come from, it's pretty spot on the accent that they're doing. I'm like, you sound like my uncle. <laughs> you sound like my next door neighbor. You sound like everyone I grew up with. So that is kind of accurate, but I don't have the most Southern accent. Um, they do. They are just tickled pink when I say y'all. Tickled pink. They just they just can't even believe that I say y'all. Y'all. So um, anyways, I feel like I have a lot to talk to you guys about as well because y'all. I have a lot to talk to y'all about because it's been a minute and then we're going to take it's uncertain right now. Actually, I'm not going to get a time frame for the next season starting because only because and don't get mad at me, but I, I like really want when I jumped back into this season one. Remember, I did it by myself at first and I was like recording clips on my iPhone and like they're so laughable now, which producer Courtney was really nice. She was like, a lot of people wouldn't have done that much. So good for you. And I'm like, OK, but then we started next season and I had Courtney and it was great, but I still never like, I never changed my cover photo. It's just like a, I, I like the photo of me. It's cool. But like, it's just a photo I had that I put some like clip art on top of, and I don't have an intro or an outro to this podcast. I don't have a lot of things that like, I feel like the, the credibility that my podcast carries should fucking have, which we love it. We love flying by the seat of our pants, but guys, I'm about to be signed to a network, a network girly. So I need to fucking like step it up. So all that being said, I want to make sure before next season starts, we're legit. So Toast News Network, actually, you guys had a lot of questions about, which I love the people that respond. I mean, you guys were so nice. Like so many of you have found me through the toast, which were like cross promotion. Fuck. Yes. We love that. Um, my spray tan armpits are really a treat. So if I raise my arms any higher than this, you guys are going to call the police on me. So I, I have to keep them down by my side. But, um, I had a lot of questions of people being like, what does this mean? Like, I'm just kind of confused. Like what changes? And then some people were like, I'm scared. Like, does the podcast change you? Are you losing creative freedom? I'm like, no, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's the toast news network. They love creators. They love creative freedom. And that wasn't even remotely like discussed, like no, in no way, shape or form would they ever change anything about probably podcasts in the sense of like content. It's going to stay the same the same amount of debauchery. Nothing is changing there. The only thing is like, now it gets to be lucrative for me. You fucking stingy hoes. You be bleeding me dry over here. I've just been pouring my heart, soul, and wallet into this shit. And uh, yeah, now I will have ads. And you sorry sex of shit better listen to every single one of them. I'm just kidding. If you like the ad and the product, listen to it. But yes, yeah, so the, the moving forward, these podcast episodes will have ads they they honestly like should have a long time ago and people some of y'all are so nice some of y'all are like why does it have ads I feel like you should have ads I'm like well because I didn't and I kind of touched on this with Claudia in our episode but like I had listen I had offers okay she had offers but they just like didn't make sense or they were like insulting I was like okay that's I don't want because the the thing with you sign with the network is first of all you guys will love this accountability much higher because I owe a certain amount of episodes. Like I signed a contract to say, I'm going to get X amount of episodes out this year. Therefore, like, I can't be like, sorry, you guys, I'm having an off week. I can't record. It's like, no, but you have to get your shit out. It's your job. So that's nice for me because I finally feel like I'm in a place where I have producer Courtney and I have a calendar and I feel like I have guests and like a, a revolving door of like opportunities to talk to guests. And I feel just so much more comfortable in this space. And while yes, the podcast still challenges me, which I love that about the podcast. Um, I feel like, accountability wouldn't be crazy hard when I recorded this episode or the podcast with Mary Carlisle back in the day right also she just announced she's pregnant <laughs> I'm so excited OG podcast listeners MC and Ricky are having a baby this is fucking it's so exciting and happy they're gonna be the coolest parents ever I just like I can't even wait for them but 
um, back whenever I did the podcast with Mary Carl, like her biggest issue with me was because I was in charge of like editing the podcast. So I would edit the audio, do all that stuff. Um, her biggest issue was like, I just wasn't consistent. And here's the thing, guys, I fucking wasn't like, she'd be like, when are we going to record? And I'd be like, oh my God, I've just got so much to do. So many drinks to drink, so many people to see. Like I was such an inconsistent hoe and this podcast now feels so sturdy steady rock solid consistent so it felt like a perfect time to sign on to a network because i feel like i'm capable of doing so anyways gonna have ads gonna be fun we're gonna fucking pop shit off and that's the only thing that's really changing yeah we'll rewind all the way back to barcelona because in the in the episodes with claudia and hannah i didn't like drawn on about like my like barcelona full story as far as like after barcelona pb post Barcelona um we just like talked about them because that's what you do on a podcast or that's what I try to do I probably still interrupted them and talked about myself but hey that's what I do as well um but I'm gonna take you guys all the way back to the timeline so I get back from Barcelona I'm obviously like geeking and y'all know that because I I have podcasts with Marissa and you know everyone but even when I was having a podcast with Marissa um kind of recapping Barcelona and Ibiza I still was just like kind of like talking to James like I was just like we got back. I'm like, we can call him James. Um, he's my boyfriend. Uh, we get back and that's actually still so fucking weird. I cannot believe he's my boyfriend. This is so funny. I'm li literally so happy. Okay. Anyways, I'm really just so happy. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, we, I get back from Barcelona. We obviously had already decided in Barcelona. We like had said, like, he was like, I don't want this to be like a, a holiday fling and I was like me either I can't believe a boy just said that to me and meant it wow okay fun cool exciting and then we get back and we talk every day we're like facetiming every day whatever also this was like harder to talk about on the episode with Marissa because it was so fresh that I was like I don't want to jinx it I don't want to be embarrassed if it doesn't work out now it's like obviously a lot more like sure of it so I feel very comfortable recounting it but I was like we're talking every day we're facetiming every day we were just like really into each other like very much you could tell it was getting way deeper than just like he said like it wasn't just a fling and so the next thing we were talking about was like when can I see you when can I see you I was like when can I see you when can I see you um and I decided so he had a big boxing match at the time that was coming up um he'd been training for it for months and months and months like hardcore training I actually went and saw him box which was crazy because I'd seen some videos of him boxing before but like to see it in person he has this really incredible coach Richie who is also just like fucking hilarious he's actually from New York as well so I was in London but like <laughs> hanging out with a, a proper New Yorker which was just like nice but um anyways all that being said he was training really hard for that so we decided that when I would come to London because I was like I want to come to you I want to I fucking want to go to London of course I was like I'll come oh and it was his birthday he had like a trip to Ibiza coming up there was like we went through our calendars and he was like yeah let's like you come to London but it has to be this date and I was like perfect that is perfect for me whatever long story short it was about a month and some change away which at the time we're like yay we have something in the books like we have something to look forward to and we had like really you know only spent that small amount but really like deep connection but still like a, a small amount together in Barcelona so we were like yeah we can wait a month and a half that did not fucking last <laughs> I want to say I want to say a week went by a week went by and I was like we were like both like counting down the days we're talking every day we're like growing a deeper connection and like every time both of us would be like yay only 27 more days and I'd be like yeah only yes, this is great and I was like going crazy and I'm like a really impatient person I know patience is a virtue but like I don't fucking have it and uh every time that I like make it a, a new year's resolution or something it doesn't work because I'm just not a patient bitch I like to get things going if I have the 
capability to do something fast, I'm going to do it. And I think that makes me great for the workplace. So I'm just, what would you call that in the workplace? Produce, productive. productive. We got to get producer Courtney and Mike, uh, productive. And, um, also sidebar always with me. I, did you see that meme that I posted on Instagram? That was like <laughs> the pod, I think my, one of my favorite podcasters and people in general, not skinny, but not fat posted this meme, um, from the network she signed with actually dear media, great network as well. And it was like, it was like listening to one of my favorite podcasters, try to figure out like a word or something. And I was like, how and I, I posted it. Like, how often do you guys do this? I had so many people DM me like, you don't know. I'm literally screaming at my car speakers. Like you're trying to say productive. You're trying to stay productive. Like that time I was with uh, Kellyanne and I was like, you know, when you're like trying to like move up in the workplace, not like, not like, um, you're like getting higher. It's like the, um, the ladder. It's like, um, yeah. Like the word I was looking for, for was like growth. Like what? Like, anyways, it's just funny. I'm like, you guys are probably always nine times out of 10 really fucking annoyed listening to this. But what the fuck was I saying? I do stuff really fast. <laughs> I do things fast, except think <laughs> okay so um yeah I was basically just like I, I I refuse to wait this long like I I think I did it like jokingly like I was like huh. I'll just like jokingly be like I'm like I'm looking up flights <laughs> but I really was like literally looking up flights and he was like I wish and then like I think like two days later he was like I mean I just like wish you would I, I wish you could just come sooner and I was like you know what, Shannon, stopped being coy. So this is a cross-country fucking situation. Like, I think directness is going to have to come into play here. So I was just like, yeah, no, I literally was looking at flights. Like, I want to see you so badly that I was looking at flights and I really could do, like, this day to this day. But I don't know. Like, I don't want to assume you're not busy. I don't want to assume you're not doing stuff. But I was trying to basically insinuate, like, I don't have to cut Because the trip we had already planned that was already, in, like, you know, flights booked, et cetera, I was coming for a week. I was like, I don't have to come for a week. Like it's a six hour flight. Europeans are so motherfucking blessed. And I know we already talked about this, but they're like, you know, to go to Greece, it's like a quick little, like, you know, two hour flight. I'm like, we could go to fucking Florida. We could go to orange beach for that. Like, cool. <laughs> Nothing. So I think he's jaded in the sense of like how long they think it takes to get places from America. I'm like, realistically, it's a six hour flight from New York to London. That's how long it takes us to get to California. Like, it's not that it's not that crazy. So when I kind of like because he's so goddamn nice, he was like, "No, I can't I possibly expect you to fly twice to to London." And I, he doesn't really talk like that. <laughs> he he says I do his accent so wrong, and I'm sure I do. But um, I was like, "No, listen, it's literally not that far. It's fine." And I booked the flight, and then we were really excited because then we just saw each other the, like the next week. And I only went for four days, so I'll break that down. I like get to the city, I am sweating. I'm like fucking nervous flight was delightful i flew british air shouts out was great um do you guys want to sponsor me honestly this would be a fantastic sponsorship opportunity because i'm going to be talking about the transportation between the states and london quite a lot so holler at your girl um but yeah so anyways i took british air for the first time oh my god they all have little accents and like wear the cutest little outfits on the plane and they were so nice to me I don't know. Maybe I was because I was in business class. I don't know. Um, Mama's got to travel in luxury. That's why I have to put ads in this podcast. Okay. I need to, I need to lay down bed to London. So I get there and you guys picture this. Did you even know, you know that I thought that this wasn't even allowed unless you were like coming back from the army or something. I didn't know people could like park their car at the airport. I guess I knew, but you don't ever think about it. People can park their car at the airport, walk into the airport terminal and like wait for you to like exit the terminal and go to baggage claim. Right. This man, he parked at the airport. Like 
do you know what it would take for me to park at the airport? Like you would have to be in labor or something. I like would never park at the airport. Like, I just wouldn't. Like, it just sounds fucking terrible. He parked at the airport, had flowers. When I, like, see him at the gate, he's, like, literally waiting there with flowers. It was the cutest thing in the entire fucking world. And then we literally, you would have thought we were on an ebb. I'm honestly so embarrassed at myself. Like, I am so happy and I'm so, like, really just in, like, the, like, sweetest little space of my life right now. But I am still, like, able to recognize, like, dumb bitch territory. And I am such a dumb bitch around him. Like, I am such a fucking googly-eyed, obsessed, mushy little twat. And I, I mean, the smile that came across my face and he had these flowers and I, like... (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. I shouldn't be. If he listened to this, he'd be like, you embarrassed. Why? But like, I literally, we like walked up to each other. Yeah, I didn't like sprint to him or anything, but like I walked up to him and I like dropped my bags and we like made out. Like we made, like, I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Like we like made out. Like what are we on the fucking bachelor? That is so cringe. We like made out in the terminal. He had the flowers. Like everyone was probably like, oh my God, these, (laughs) these people haven't seen each other in years. Oh my God. She just got back from a treacherous journey. He's been at war for he's been on a naval ship for two years and this is their like reconnection no i met this motherfucker in barcelona had a one night stand and we just absolutely became obsessed with each other so anyways i um I get to London and then, yeah, I was only there for four days. So the first trip I want to say was just like, I feel like we were just really like, we were kind of like by ourselves a lot in the sense that we were just like, couldn't wait to see each other. Couldn't wait to just like hang out, talk, all the things. And, um, so much talking. I feel like we just, I was just talking, 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 talking. I just couldn't stop talking. Mm. So we were like inside his home a lot. You know what I mean? And then we definitely like explored London. And he's so cute and like intentional and like planned really sweet stuff. I think I had said like maybe one time in passing that I wanted to see the Top Gun movie, but I said it like here, like I need to go see it with one of my friends or something. Shouts out Miles Teller. Love you, baby. There's still a chance for us. Um, And so I was like, um, yeah, I think I just mentioned that. And then when I get there, he loves surprises. That's something I'm trying to work on. I don't fucking like surprises. (laughs) James loves a surprise. He loves them. I personally, and the girl that, producer Courtney, if I got you a Christmas gift, if even if I bought it in November, November 2nd, I'd be like, do you want to know I got you? Okay, fine, I'll tell you. <laughs> You'd be like, no. I'd be like, all right, fine, I'll tell you. <laughs> this is what I got you. That is me to a T. There's literally memes made about it, and it's literally me. I am like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. If you want to know that, but I'll tell you. They're like, I don't want to know. My mom and dad used to literally, when I was younger, and now because I'm an adult, I understand that like you should wait for Christmas. But like when I was younger, I'd be like, let me just tell you. And they'd be like, Shannon, no. And I'd be like, just open it now. And they'd be like, we'll wait till Christmas. And I'm like, no, 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 yeah, I open it now. Um, I'm just impatient. So uh, he had planned, anyways, one of the surprises when I was there. He had like, this was, it was like a private theater playing top gun and we went and watched it together it was the sweetest thing and it's a really good movie really really good movie um but we went to like chelsea we saw like all these little like i don't know i feel like he he did he did do the like i told him like when i went to italy like two summers ago for instance when i went to rome i was not the girl that like wants to wait in the lines to do a tour of the coliseum sweating my dick off like that's just like not really my vibe i would rather i am very interested in history but i would like to like learn about it via books podcasts or like movies and documentaries and then it would be cool if I learned all the things and then like drove by it and was like whoa or like what like in Rome I like we walked by the Colosseum and I was like fuck that's the Colosseum that's nuts took a picture in front of it whatever was definitely like wow but like at the time the guy was there with was like do you want to go and I was like oh my god no look at all that look at the cattle look at these sheep just 
waiting in line, just like dying of heat exhaustion, waiting to listen to some guy with a microphone be like, and this, all the stuff I already know, because I already know about the Coliseum because I am interested in it. So I looked into it. Like I liked walking into the cathedrals and stuff, but like, no, I don't like want to go on like tours of stuff. So it's just like not my jam. I'd rather just like sip rosé and like be on a boat. So shake my ass in Italy on a yacht. Okay. We all want to shake our ass on a yacht. We did a little like car tour of, um, we saw, I saw Big Ben. I saw like, um, Buckingham palace. Like we did the whole little like tour. It was, and it was super cool. I was like, Whoa, me watch. <laughs> I like, look at James. This is funny because they drive on that side. That was harder and weirder than I thought it would be. I, I two or three times got in on his, like was like waiting by the driver's door and he's like, are you driving? And I'm like, what? No. Oh, I'm on this side. And then, um, anyways, I looked at James at one point and I was like, Oh my God, have you seen the crown? And he was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, no, you haven't actually, he said a lot of, um, a lot of British people have watched the crown. I was like, you should watch it. It's like, he was like, is it a good show? I was like, yeah, it's like very good. I really, really love the crown. I feel like I learned so much from it, but anyways, <laughs> destined to just date a British man my whole life, you know? Um, but I, yeah, I, we, we did the whole like tour thing. And then realistically I was there for four days. So we just kind of like enjoyed each other's company. I will say this though, a lot of questions about me meeting the family because I did post that uh, TikTok in real that was like when you thought you were just having a one night stand in Barcelona and now you're in London meeting his family, which I must have asked him seven times. I was like, do you remember the episode that I had with Taylor where I was like, you guys had asked a question. Do you ever get worried about what uh, your in-laws parents would think? Or maybe the question was what your someone's parents would think. And I was like, I worry about this all the time now that I'm like casually dating or, or casually dating to find a serious relationship. I'm always like, oh no, what are their parents going to think? James has like such, well, also James is in the same field that I'm in. Essentially, he doesn't like hop on his, well, he does have a podcast that he talked about pornography and sex one time. So mm, who knows? But it's definitely like more objective, more, I would say scientific. Mine's pretty, pretty personal. <laughs> like mine's literally like my <laughs> experiences. So that gets a little dicey, you know, when, when the parents get involved. I was like, just please tell him not to listen to my podcast. He's like, perfect. They already listened to your Barcelona and Ibiza episode. I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect where I said we fucked our way through hotels.com perfect great and like I know you guys must think you're how could Shannon ever be embarrassed like I think you guys really have way more confidence in myself than I carry within which love y'all for that but like I mean I'm literally like I'm talking convulsively sweating at the idea of his parents like I I just was like no 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 okay wait no 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 and so anyways long story short they're really non-judgmental <laughs> they're really nice but I was worried about that that little um real TikTok I posted that was like um when you think it's a one night stand in Barcelona now you're meeting his family in, in London and he was like they really won't care and honestly I saw his mom like a couple days later and she was like oh y'all's real did really great and I was like oh fucking love you. You're so cool. Um, it just reminds me of my parents. My parents are just like non-judgmental. They're like, you're making money. You're living your life. Cool. Congrats. This is great. You're doing fine. That was all to say that the first time I went for four days after we went to the movie theater, I actually, cause a lot of you guys had questions about meeting his family, which I'll, I'll dive into that more. But like, um, the first time I was there, I actually met his family very briefly, his mom and his dad, which was so nice because the second time I came back, it was always planned to have like a, a, a cool little like dinner party and his parents like beautiful home. It was so nice. And they like set up like this best thing, exactly what I would want. Like we just like went to their house and like they cooked dinner and it was the most beautiful, like relaxed, but like comfortable. It, it was exactly what I could have not dreamed of more. Like it was just perfect. Really, I'm not just saying that in case they're listening. <laughs> I swear, like it was just, it was exactly what I would have like hoped for. And it was so perfect. But 
it was, I think, much more comfortable for me because I had already met them briefly in a setting that was so casual. It was like after we left the movies, he was like, my parents' house is nearby. Like, do you want to stop by? And I was like, oh, my God, you want to meet your parents? Okay, all right. And um, I mean, I think we went over there for like 45 minutes and just kind of like talked to them, which was nice. And it was like I said, really relaxed. It was a much more like relaxed, comfortable setting. And then when I came back, I felt more comfortable like popping into their home. And I was in like a cardigan and like jeans the first time I met him. I would have felt more uncomfortable had I come and I was in this like stringy little like summer dress. I would have been like, oh no, is it too much? And he would have been like, please shut the fuck up. And it's fine. Um, But yeah, so I came back to London two weeks later and that was fine. Like the distance, see, this is the, this is the tricky part about distance. Cause I will get into everyone asking me about long distance relationships, which I'm like, I'm absolutely not qualified to answer these questions, but I'm absolutely qualified to explain my experience thus far. And it is interesting because we had this whirlwind in Barcelona. We literally wait two and a half, maybe three weeks, if that, and then I go for four days and then it's two weeks. And so these little like two week break breaks are like you're almost like nice you're getting like so excited to see each other you're like longing for each other but you also have work to do and you're knocking shit out and you're back in your routine and it's like kind of a fucking vibe you're like yeah this is great and then I went back for a week I had the best time in London for a week um I mean, basically just like God, it was his birthday. We were celebrating his birthday a lot. We went to the English countryside. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. If you're a podcast listener, I feel like you should. So just go follow me. But I kind of like I I posted all of it there, like what we were doing. We hung out with a lot of his friends. We went to dinner for his birthday. We went to the club. We like did like London and it was just like so much fun, right? It was so much fun. And then we, like I said, had a little like moment to ourselves in the countryside on his actual birthday. And then I came home here's oh and I met his whole family I met like his brothers his sister his brother's girlfriend like everyone was literally so wonderful and reminded me of like people in my life now like just wonderful people so that was so lucky I feel very lucky for that and um yeah so I came back to America and I'm like perfect and I think my brain went back to these two-week increments that we had been like doing so he leaves because he goes on a trip to Ibiza with his uh friends from what do they fucking call it? It's not, they don't call high school, high school, but for sake of it, high school, um, they go every year. It's the same group of people. And he always has a blast. And I'm like, Oh my God, so much fun. Like I personally cannot say I had the same experience in Ibiza, but like, you're going to have so much fun. He and his friends do Ibiza, right? Mates, he and his mates. Um, so yeah, so he was going to Ibiza the day after I left, whatever, whatever he goes for five days. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, so we knew so the last time I was in London he was kind of like telling me which I already knew this but I think it was just kind of like hitting me before we met before I existed in his world or before he existed in mine he had planned just a really hot guy summer you know what I mean the man's traveling the man is doing things a lot of it are like family vacations so like that's fun like he's going on these beautiful family vacations for like a couple weeks and then he goes another vacation with his friend for a week and he's like telling me all this I'm like oh my god fun because all the stuff sounds so fun I'm like oh my god a visa oh my god cool oh my god Seychelles cool 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 and then I'm like oh wait I'll see you in September like I was like fuck oh wow and still at the time I'm in London currently with them so we were just kind of like whatever like we'll cross that bridge when we get there well the bridge is here and uh it's a rocky one it's not rocky I mean we aren't rocky it's just I think it was the first time I realized I wasn't really doing long distance when you're seeing someone every two weeks and like then spending a week at a time with them like you're not really doing long distance you're kind of just like having a cross country romance that's going really nicely, like a long distance relationship. And I've had so many of you guys message me, which I really appreciate um, being like, I'm in a long distance relationship. Like 
for instance, dating someone in California, if you live in Florida or New York or something on the East Coast, like that's obviously a long distance relationship because it's a five hour flight. But it's like hard for me. I So the, the time difference is a fucking doozy. Like you guys are in long distance relationships, but you're probably still like eating breakfast, lunch and dinner around the same time. I'm literally like trying to wake myself up at five in the morning so that we can be conscious for more amounts of time during the day. Okay. Like it's a six hour time difference and it's just tough. Like I, it's three o'clock and he's going to bed because he's like super healthy and, you know, gets eight hours of sleep and goes to bed at 1030. And I'm like, that's at three o'clock. And I'm like, okay, good night. Fuck. It just is like kind of a bummer, kind of a little bit of a wrench, a wrench in the plan. But I feel like, and he and I have had, we're just so communicative, which is really nice because he and I have had these conversations because I feel like you have to. And one thing that I definitely stopped doing, because I think the first time it really hit me was when he was in Ibiza, I was talking to Anna Grace about it and Taylor a lot. (laughs) I was I was on a, a, a tiny spiral and I was like, I can't pinpoint this feeling because I, I couldn't. I was like, I'm not upset he's in a bees. I'm not this jealous girl because like, to be fair, I'm like, really not a jealous person and I wasn't with my exes. Like, I, I don't attract fuck boys. I've never really like I like my ex was like so not a fuck boy that I if he would have gone on a week vacation with his guy friends, I wouldn't be like, what are you up to? What are you doing? Send me your location. I'd be like, have fun and genuinely mean have fun because I would go on vacations and I would hope they would say the same thing about me. So I was like having these, like these tinges in my stomach where I'm just like, Oh, I fucking hate this feeling. And I was talking to Anna Grace and Taylor about it. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, why do I feel this way? I'm, I'm texting him like, Oh my God, have so much fun. Like put your phone away. Cause he was so sweet and communicative. He was like fucking FaceTiming me from the club. I'm like, you don't have to, it's really okay. Like I also hate house music. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. He loves house music. It's detrimental to our relationship. We're probably going to break up. (laughs) No, but it's bad music. I don't like it. He says, I'm going to find a love for it. I'm like, have you ever heard of Lil Wayne? (laughs) Great guy. Drake, maybe we can, we can dabble. Um, anyway, so I, um, yeah, I was like, I don't understand why I'm upset because I'm, I'm reading these text messages I sent him where I'm like, have so much fun. Like put your phone away more, like really have fun in Ibiza, like have a blast. And I know I mean it. So why do I not feel that way? Am I lying? Am I lying to myself and tricking myself? And they were like, no, Anna Grace was like, Shannon, I just don't think you've ever liked a guy this much in a really, really long time. So it like, you really miss him. And I was like, even like he had this like boat day. And I remember he like really wasn't on his phone because who the fuck is on their phone when they're in a, on a yacht? shake your ass on a yacht don't be on your phone unless you're taking videos of me shaking my ass on a yacht then like have your phone out so i was like um revolve where is my invitation (laughs) revolve where's my invitation um no so i was like um i was like i that day he like didn't talk to me as much understandably so and i wasn't jealous that he was like on a boat with a bunch of people and and girls too like i didn't care about that and then i was like oh I want to be there. Like I'm jealous of, of the time they're getting with him. Like I wish I was there. And he really, he was, like I said, like if you're going to be in a long distance relationship, communication absolutely has to be like at the tip, tip, tip top of your like priority list. And he was like, you know, every time I have fun, I just wish you were here. And I was like, wow, that is so crazy. I also wish I was there, but, um, yeah, I think that just comes with the territory and he's never done long distance before. And I've never done long distance before, which is kind of nice because, both of us are navigating it together. And like, I, 
I think I've realized if anything, because I know I have all these conversations about not being the cool. You don't have to pretend to be the cool girl. Like me and Hannah talked about it, like this like deep obsession that females have where we like have to pretend to be this like I don't care girl because we're like we don't want to seem crazy or insecure or whatever. It's like you really just can like be yourself like you really can. However, I say these things, I preach these things to you guys and it's still they they still creep back in sometimes. So I was like, you know, I think trying to be more I don't think I ever like lied to him or anything I definitely was telling him I missed him and whatever because I did and he was you know reciprocating those feelings but there were there were times where I was certainly like oh my god yeah have fun like um I, I've been busy and I kind of wish I would have just said to him like I could not stop thinking about you all day I was sad I would say stuff like I thought about you all day but I kind of like I wanted to get off my chest like I'm sad but I'm like I didn't later on so he gets back from a visa I tell him these things because Taylor was like, you need to just tell him this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's what I would tell you guys to do. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's really hard to take your own advice. You know, you can give great advice. It's just, it's harder to take it. So I was like, um, he and I had had a conversation. I was like, I just, I'm not going to lie. Like I was kind of sad, but like, I didn't want to, he was like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because you're having the time of your life in a visa. I didn't want to be like, I'm sad. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to ruin your time. He's like, you wouldn't have ruined my time. Like, you can always tell me that. And I was like, okay, all right. And then I think that was like a really good lesson. And this whole relationship, I'm sure, is going to be full of just fucking lessons. I'm going to like, I, I, I just like laugh so hard that people are like, hey, girl, how do you do long distance? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm figuring it out. I have no idea. I'm fucked. No, I'm kidding. I'm not fucked, but we're not fucked. We're just like, we're really just like figuring it out. So anyways, that was one of those moments where I was like, okay, you don't have to be the strong girl. You don't have to be the cool girl. You can like be vulnerable and say like, I'm really sad and I missed you <laughs> and that's okay. So I did that. And that was kind of like, I feel like a necessary step in our relationship where we were like, if we're going to do this, we need to be like really honest about our feelings. And he's like, you would have never like ruined my time in a visa. It's not like you would have asked me to leave the club so you could cry or something. He never said that. I just made that scenario up. I feel like he'd probably leave the club so I could cry. <laughs> he would do that. He's so wonderful. But no, I, I didn't ask him to do that. I just think, I think it's going to take me just understanding that like we got really lucky with those two week increments and a long distance relationship is, a, for instance, right now, the next time I see him is a month from today. I haven't seen him for a week and a half now. So it's like, you know, this, this time frame between us not seeing each other will be like a month and some change. And that is motherfucking long distance and that's what we're gonna have to do but I do really think he's worth it and that's another thing we keep like reiterating to each other which is really nice and reassuring that anytime both of us are like sad or have any like you know undue rest we're like it's worth it like yes this is hard but like it's worth it so I'm just gonna keep on it's worth it my way to the <laughs> to the end <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I hope um, that's that's where my head's at. That's what I'd like to do. I guess I'm just like not a complainer or like a whiny person by nature. It's actually one of my pet peeves. I fucking hate whiners. I'm like, figure it out. Um, there's a difference between venting and whining and complaining. And I just like, I cannot fucking stand a complainer. Like a bitch is just like whiny. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what was me? It's like, shut the fuck up. Figure it out or don't. Or just like, shut your mouth. And that is really harsh. But I cannot express how much I actually mean that. So because I'm not a whiner or complainer by nature and because really realistically, like I understand how like blessed I am in most situations. So even when I have some shit to complain about, yes, I might vent to one of my girlfriends or something, but I would never like hop on a podcast and complain about some dumb shit. Now watch me. I will absolutely complain about some dumb shit and or you guys are going to go find all the moments where I complain about some dumb shit and make a montage of it. And that 
seems funny and I want you to do that. But um, because I'm not a whiner or a complainer by nature, I found it more difficult to want to complain to him about missing him. I wanted to feel, I wanted it to seem like, oh my God, because I want this to work so badly at, at length <laughs> with like longevity attached to it. I find myself wanting him to, to come across as like, this is so easy for me. Like, this is not a difficult at all. Like, of course this is going to work because like, duh, we can do this. And I'm trying to remind myself, like, it's really okay to be like, this is fucking hard <laughs> and I miss you. And I'm sad sometimes. And I am. So that's where I'm at as far as any um, advice and or updates I'm giving you on long distance. It's hard, but if it's worth it, you should do it. Um, and I think you'll know. I think, I mean, like I, I'm such an immediate person, impatient person that if I didn't think this is worth it, I already know I would have already cut it off. So I must really think it's worth it because I do. Um, the other questions were like, oh, okay, you guys, I love you guys. However, <laughs> when y'all are like, so where are you going to live? New London or is he going to move to New York? Like, so which one? I'm like, bitch, the fuck? I don't know. I, we're pretty open and honest and communicative, but damn, like we're not, <laughs> we're not eating dinner in London being like, so where are we going to live one day? Like, I mean, like think about your relationships. Like, yes, it's long distance. So yes, things have like moved fast and we have like a really deep connection. So we are for sure getting to the meat and potatoes faster than most, but like, let me fucking flirt and stuff. Like, let me <laughs> relax. I'm still in the beginning stages. I'm not going to be like ultimatum, babe, where are you going to live one day? And whose house? Like, no, like chill. So I don't have the answers to that yet. However, in the sense that I will say, um, we definitely have conversations about, we both love to travel. Um, we both, if you guys know me, follow me, you know that my ass is literally never in town ever. This is the first weekend in Nashville that I've been in a long time. Actually, a couple of my girlfriends were like, what do you want to do tonight? Do you want to have a girl's night? <laughs> I literally wrote that. Like a girl's night is in like go to one of their houses and like have wine. And I was like, here's the thing. I want to see and be seen. I want to go out and they were like okay pop off queen I was like I'm in feathers and full glam we're going out tonight okay and they were like all right pop off let's go so all that to be said I like to travel but I feel like I'm never in one place at one time which is great because he's kind of not either which is really perfect because we just have an understanding of each other's like like moving around the, all the moving parts so something that we talked about because we obviously have like gone on well, we didn't mean to go on holiday together, vacation together in Barcelona, but we kind of ended up being there on vacation together since we got there the same day. Then I go to London and it almost feels like a vacation when I'm there for four days. I'm there for seven days. We've discussed kind of just like how, well, honestly, I think I, he brought it up a little bit, but like I just recently last night told him, I was like, I'm just really excited to like exist in the normal days with you. Like I really, I really want to see what it's like to be like with each other when we're not like having a beautiful itinerary laid out of like, fun things we're going to do to show each other around our cities. Like I'd love to go to London for like a month and just like be there where he's getting up and going to the gym and working and has his like clients. And then I have shit to do too. And then like, you know, we exist in our ideas of normal together and make sure that we can do that. Because I think one thing that does happen when you're in a long distance relationship is you want to figure things out sooner than later, because I mean, if you can't exist with someone in the normality of things, like I said, like it's not the bachelor bachelorette love Island, like everything isn't going to be a fairy tale. So like, I want to make sure, which I fully think we can because I'm obsessed with him, but like, I just like want to exist in each other's lives outside of just like a week long holiday. So, um, there's a small answer to your question. I think by the end of this year, I'll have spent like a, a larger chunk of time at once in London and maybe the same for him with, you know, the United States. Um, and yeah, we'll see how that works. But I definitely 
am racking up some frequent flyer points for <laughs> my trips to the UK. And I love it because it's just really fun. And um, if I have any, a lot of questions too, like, which I get it because of me, I ask myself these questions in the mirror every single fucking day um, about like m- my housing situation. So as you guys know, I have this house. Stupid. <laughs> stupid house I have this house in Nashville and then I have um an apartment in New York and now I'm going to London a lot right so everyone was saying I mean you guys are phrasing it in a fucking crazy way you're like so New York London or Nashville which one are you gonna live to live in move to I'm like relax but like a question is like why the fuck do I have this house in Nashville I mean like I was I was talking to Courtney before this and I'm like these stupid fucking cabinets. I was like, do you know how expensive these cabinets were? These giant, massive wooden cabinets. She was like, I imagine a lot. They're nice. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they were. These rugs, you know, fucking expensive. These Persian rugs were. She's like, I imagine <laughs> they, they look nice. I'm like, oh, I just don't need a three-bedroom house in Nashville. If I have any regrets, I don't actually, I'm rarely in my apartment in New York, but like New York is such like a work, work, work. When I get there, I get so much shit done. It's necessary. It's helpful for my flights to let. It is just like, I have never one time regretted my decision to have an apartment in New York. And I know you guys love to be like, you're not even ever there. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It works for me. So just like, shut up. But, oh my God, I sound like such a Regina George. Shut up. Okay, just shut up. Um, No, but like for real, shut the fuck up. I like it and it works. I don't regret it. This shit right here this house this three-bedroom house so stupid so stupid the only positive about this house is that it's three doors down from taylor and that is priceless but kind of not i kind of would drive from an apartment i just want but like the idea of an apartment life is just like not enticing to me to like but i do it in new york but i guess i don't know anyone in new york like i don't want to get on an elevator with a bunch of people i like might know in nashville i don't know it's all really stupid but i have a whole ass podcast studio and we're in my kitchen you know what i mean like we're not we're not utilizing the space i'm paying for in new york i utilize every fucking crevice of that place okay so i'm like money well spent here i'm like why do i have a backyard why do i have a backyard why do i have a backyard stupid this house is fucking stupid and i hate it just kidding. It's pretty. Um, so that would be my regret as far as living situations. If anything, I've thought about like ending the lease. I've thought about sublease and I've thought about all these things and it just like doesn't make sense because it'll charge you so much more. And my lease here ends in March, but I can guarantee I will not be, I don't think I'll be resigning this lease unless, okay. You know what? We'll save all <laughs> Never mind. We'll save all this. I need to go to a therapy. This is, a, I should really talk to a therapist sometimes. I really, um, especially solo episodes. I feel like sometimes I just go on tangents. I have a time clock in front of me. I'm like 43 minutes. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I have just, just talked to you guys nonstop. Okay. One of the other questions, this is like kind of random in the sense of things, but I'll end on this note because I feel like it could kind of tie in to, I feel like I understand more about this now than ever. Someone asked like, do you have any tips for like the talking stage? Like, you know, that stage when you're like not dating someone, but you're kind of just like talking. My parents like never understood that term. Like what a generational term. Like I'd be like, we're talking and they'd be like, right. No, we know we hear you on the phone, but like, what are y'all? And I'd be like, well, mom, we're talking. She's like, so y'all are going steady. I'm like, what? Ooh, first of all, no. What is it? Sadie Hawkins dance? No. What do you mean going steady? She's like, so y'all are girlfriend, boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God, no, no. What? We're talking. We're just like, we're just like seeing each other. She's like, so you're dating. I'm like, no, we're not dating. She's like, you, you're dating. I do you guys, did you guys have these conversations with your parents? The talking stage then was called dating. Like you're just going on dates. I'm like, we're Snapchatting. <laughs> 
we're talking. <laughs> okay. Anyways, someone asked for tips for the talking stage. I don't actually, some people older do say they listen to this podcast. I had someone say they were 72 and listen to this podcast. I can't imagine they were being honest. <laughs> I need to really look into that one. Are you lying? Um, so anyways, I was like, interesting question because the talking stage, I have kind of the same answer I would if I, I wasn't in a long distance relationship now, but being in a long distance relationship has made me realize like, fuck the bullshit. Of course, it's easier to say that when you are cross country, but like, I just think being intentional is so important in a talking stage. Like if you're actually talking to someone now, if you were in these streets, we all remember when I was in these streets, Taylor actually told me the other day, producer Courtney, you'll laugh at this. She said, I, I can't believe like you really are just so happy. I'm like showing some cards here. If James is listening to this, he's going to be like, you're such a mush fest. But she's like, I can't believe this might be like the last guy you date. And I was like, I know who knows it might be. And she was like, are you going to miss the streets? And I was like, fuck no. I I did my time in the streets. She's like, I'm going to kind of miss the streets. I said, no, you're not. Cause Taylor is like, she's not a prude, but she's just like so opposite for me. I was like, yeah, right. You probably were always like, oh my God, again. And she was like, no, I kind of liked it. It was kind of interesting. I was like, okay, well, I'm out of the streets. I'm out of the streets, okay? I'm a changed woman. Um, and I am such a relationship hoe anyways. The whole time I was in the streets, I was like, I love the streets, really. I was like, oh, I hate the streets. Get me out of the streets. I don't belong here. I'm just a country mouse. Um, but yeah, so um, in the talking stage, I think being intentional is so important because like I was always looking for a relationship, even when I was just like casually talking to someone. Yes, of course, there would be like a random like brief encounter <laughs> entanglement <laughs> and I would just be like, bye, get out of my bed, Dutchman. Um, but you know, sometimes you're talking to a guy with the intentions fully to like, see if you would want to date them. And always in those situations, especially after I dated someone for four years and I, I'm 28, not that age matters, but I just was like, not enough fuck around stage. I'm like, if I'm going to be looking to date someone seriously, then like, I want to know. And yeah, I think if these men or women are intentional, that's what's important. And there's so many times that like people are like, he, like he and I have been talking for five months, but we're not official. I'm like, she's like, I'm too afraid to have the conversation. I'm like five months. That's a month away from six months, which is half a fucking year, half a year. That is crazy to me. Like, but they always go back to the same thing. They're like, he has so much potential. I'm like, no, no, we need our men fully potential. Fuck potential. We want our men fully potential. Okay. And that's just where I'm at right now. So I think like fuck potential you don't need to like make your future boyfriend your charity case and stop looking for potential. And I know that's like very like fuck off attitude of me, but I just like don't have, I cannot be bothered with, with men that are just like, I mean, you're super cool. You know, I like love what we're doing right now. It's like, that is a fuck boy. And, or if you're okay with being friends with benefits with someone, that's fine. It never works out. So just know that. But like, I just, someone always gets hurt, whether it's you hurting him or him hurting you. I just like, I'm so tired of men being like, if I was going to date anyone, it'd be you. But like, no fucking the answer is no. The answer is no. And that's your answer. So any tips for the talking stage? I think you don't have to be some hard ass. It's like, what are we? Like, that's crazy girl energy. And we, we don't do that. But like, I just think if you get to a point where you're confused, and I've said this before, if you're confused, you have your answer. And there's fine. There's okay with being like, um, maybe like a little inquisitive 
Inquisitive and confused are different. If you're inquisitive about a subject, ask. Ask in a chill way. Like I said, remember the guy from Chicago? I was like, hey, I just like don't know if we communicate differently or me. I, I fully thought we were like about to start dating. <laughs> like this is my next boyfriend. And I was like, hey, I don't know if we're like um, just communicate differently. I haven't heard from you a ton because he was like on the beginning stages of ghosting me. And I was like sensing it. But I was like, also like, wait, I think he really likes me. So I think he's just busy. So like, what am I going to do? I'm going to ask. I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to ask. Like, there's nothing wrong with being inquisitive about a subject, especially if you like someone and asking. You don't have to make it some like big, crazy girl energy moment where you're like, so what are we? Like, you don't have to do that. You just really don't. So anyways, I like did a really chill way of being like, I thought it was chill. I was like, um, yeah. So I was like, I just think we, you know, might communicate differently, which is totally fine. But I just haven't heard from you a ton. Figured I'd check in. And uh, as we know, if you're a podcast listener, he absolutely did not like me and was dating someone very quickly after me, which he's actually not at fault for. He was probably dating people the same way I was dating people. I liked him more than he liked me. That's fine. But all that to be said, like there's nothing wrong with asking. You'll get your answer sooner. So in the talking stage, ask questions. Don't be crazy, but like ask questions. There's nothing wrong with that. That's my advice. And um, I think uh, behind my kneecaps are sweating. I don't really know what that means, but I do think it means I need to sign off now. Um, I will start season three. Season three of probably a podcast will come out. I don't know when. I'm not going to tell you guys when because it's going to be really cool. We're going to have some intro music. Oh, oh, you know what we're going to have? Me and producer Courtney are really excited about this. We're going to have those little things. <laughs> she, producer Courtney affectionately called them very professionally called them thingies she goes we've got to get those thingies we were at the morning toast and they're like the morning toast but like I was like wait we need those things to go around the mic that say probably podcast so those are going to be in the works and then we're going to have like intro music and we're going to be like a real boy um and I can't wait and it's just going to be popping off and I just don't know what I want to do for my cover art yet I like I feel like anytime I check the charts for my um podcast ranking because I always do that because I'm egotistical um I always see that teal color and I just like it sticks in my brain so I feel like I okay I don't know why I'm having this conversation with you guys I'm gonna have this with producer Courtney I gotta go I love you guys um vodka is a disgusting drink unless you want to sponsor me then it's delicious <laughs> okay wait one more thing wait don't kill me okay, okay okay wait you have to do this if everyone's listening to this please do me a favor because I just realized because obviously I'm going through like numbers and a bunch of stuff when I'm signing with the network I realized that I never ask you guys probably because I don't have a fucking intro and outro um to leave reviews but you just leave a review um on Apple Podcasts if that's the way you listen to podcasts or if you listen to it on Spotify would you guys please 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 go leave a review right now for probably podcasts even more so if you guys aren't getting notifications for my podcast whenever it comes out because I put it out really early in the morning so that I don't know if you're like a travel nurse or you wake up early you guys can listen to it as early as possible but sometimes people say they don't get the notifications and I know the way to fix that is to subscribe to the podcast like on Spotify or Apple Spotify Apple podcast but if you um, are already subscribed to it and still having that problem unsubscribe and then subscribe again and that helps exponentially for me and for you and then lastly if you're watching this I'm stunning and subscribe to my YouTube channel because we got to get we got to get this we got to get these numbers up okay okay I love you I love you bye